Hello and welcome to another episode of Across the Cemetery. I'm Josh. I'm Emma. And today, Emma is leading this episode. It's going to be a good one, I imagine. Oh, thank you. Thanks for that. Everyone's a winner. You're you're recycling from my ring last week. Anyway, yeah, so hello and welcome to this week's episode of Across the Cemetery. I've just been skitting Emma because at the top of her script she writes word for word. I literally write that. Like an exact intro. I usually just like freehand it and just go with whatever comes to mind but Emily literally writes exactly what she's going to say down to how are you how is your day been how is your week fuck off no I don't <laughs> I do guys <laughs> um, so how's your week been uh, fantastic which week are we talking about because we just recorded about 15 episodes I know we've got cabin fever we've just literally been sat here next to Phoebe like woof can't it was light when we started it's now dark so yeah, it's been a long time. It's always dark in this house, though. Um, to be fair, we've got black walls. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> this week, um, not too good because it's our first. It was our first week back in work following being away for a week. So yeah, that's, that's always true. Drag. Actually, it did drag. Um, you went to the Three Sisters today, though the race car track thing. Race car track. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Fucking <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Oh, you, you haven't seen Talladega Nights? No. Oh, you're missing out. Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, I knew you would have. Yeah. Yeah, so went to Three Sisters today. Um, because I was doing a track day in his car. So, we put, went to watch that. You put the car on Twitter, didn't you? Yeah. I, I'm, it's in a really bad state and I've been trying to buy it off him. But slowly, as time goes on, I offer him less and less money for it. <laughs> I'm hoping one day he just breaks and I buy it off him for like £10 or he something. He just gives you great. it. Yeah, he just gives me that. I'm sick of this now. I need to find out how he got actually because I left before he finished, so he might have actually. He's broke probably his... still there. <laughs> he, he might be. He might have just broke. I um I just had a bath and I put a face mask on today. Happy morning. Yeah, uh, listened to a few podcasts and read a book. It was nice. Very productive. Yeah. <laughs> um. So when I was writing this episode, I just thought it'd be quite cute to mention. I was sitting with Fifi on my knee. And Loki was playing with his little toy in the um, in the living room, and I could see like it was snowing when I wrote this, so I could see like I could see the. I wrote it six months ago. <laughs> I wrote it like a month ago. I could see the snow and the cemetery because we live across the cemetery, and it was just it was nice. But then Loki's got this fucking mechanical butterfly chasing toy, and it just makes the worst noise. Oh. And then he cries every time he catches it, like, yeah, caught it. It's his war cry. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks away, like, yeah, bitch. And then he goes and hides behind the tear, so you think he's finished with it, but as cats do, he's just sort of like, he's watching it from afar, waiting to pounce with his hunter-like instincts. Yeah, he couldn't be a hunter, though. <laughs> he's too much of a softie. Yeah, he is too soft. Anyway, so this this pumpkin, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's lost it. She's gone. Anyway, this week the pumpkin provided me with a topic that is a ve- a lot of various stories about it. So I think for every country that or city, there's probably a topic. Um, there's probably a story for this topic, like a folklore or urban legend that has made that's been made up around the campfire. Or if not made up, maybe it's been expanded on throughout the schoolyard to try and scare one another. Um. So, have you ever heard of the Grey Lady? So, a Grey Lady, the Grey Lady. Yeah, it's it just like like you've just said. It strikes me as like the um 
the typical school ground. Yeah. Like in the, sc- in the bathroom or something. Yeah, you don't go to say a bathroom. For yeah. It. I'm well, sure we mentioned this in the, the school episode. Yeah. But there's, um, there's a great lady ghost in Harry Potter as well. I can't think of the exact one, but when I was Googling it, it kept coming up. Yeah, it's just synonymous, like, typical what you think of when you think of a horror film ghost. Yeah, like, a, I know the woman in black's the woman in black, but, like, you see... Could she be the woman in grey? <laughs> she could be the woman in grey. It's a very light shade of black. I said that there's torture today. This has been nasty. He's been nice to me all day, and then, because I'm leading the bloody episode, she started bullying me. Bullying? Getting too cocky sitting there with Fifi. Fifi will protect me. Yeah, she will. I'm scared of Fifi. <laughs> um, so, upon research, I found that grey lady ghosts are prominent throughout British culture. And I'll read a few of the stories that I came across. Um, my first story is set in the famous Cambridge Military Hospital. I got this story and the eyewitness accounts I'm going to read a bit further on from forces.net. And I'll pop the link in the bio of this episode. I always say bio, but you say description. Because it is a description. Oh, I say bio because it's easier. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> fight me over. <laughs> Sorry. So, the hospital was opened on the 18th of July, 1879. This hospital has seen a large amount of death and casualties. It cared for patients in the Boer War, which was 1899 till 1902, all the way until the First Gulf War, which was 1990 to 1991. The hospital was the first base hospital to receive casualties directly from the Western Front and it was also the first ever place that plastic surgery was performed in Britain. Therefore, we can imagine that this place has a lot of ghosts. It's seen a lot of tragedy. But who is the Grey Lady of Cambridge Military Hospital? Before the hospital was abandoned, there had been several accounts about a mysterious grey figure of a lady on the upper floor of the hospital. The Grey Lady of Cambridge Military Hospital is said to haunt the wards 10 to 14 and you can begin to sense her presence by the smell of lavender. Staff members have also reported the feeling of being watched and a temperature drop in the building. The backstory of this Grey Lady ghost is allegedly that when living, the lady was a nurse who threw herself off the upper floor walkway after giving a soldier an accidental drug overdose while treating him and calling him to pass away. It has been speculated that the Grey Lady is now attempting to perform her nursing duties in death. She helps the dying move on to the next life because the the sightings of this Grey Lady always seem to coincide with a very ill or dying patient. Either way, witnesses have often reported the corridor being very cold no matter how high the heating was turned up and one policeman reportedly said that The hairs on the back of his head always stand on end when he patrols the now empty hospital. Meanwhile, nurses and care assistants on night shifts in years gone by have reportedly took the stairs and walked between certain wards to avoid the spooky sections of of the corridor. So here are some stories from the patients and the staff at the hospital. Um, I got this off forces.net, like I've just said. So this is one of the patients' first story. It was 8-1986 and I was in Ward 9 or 10, I'm not sure which one. On the top floor overlooking the back of the hospital, I was having a hiatus hernia operation. Being quite ill, I was in the first bed on the right next to the nurse's station. 
and was propped up by several pillows as I could not lie down. This made sleep difficult and although I did doze off, I usually woke up again every 15 minutes or so. I still recall it like sleep deprivation. One of my many moments of wakefulness at around 2am, I observed a woman in uniform standing by a bed free down from me on my side of the ward and I generally thought she was the duty officer doing her rounds but was a bit confused by her uniform. It looked a bit dated as the skirt was very long and it had a stiff starched collar. Her headpiece was also starched and very wide in diamond shape. It came further forward over her forehead, more than those which are now clipped onto the back of the head. I noticed she was also wearing stiff white cuffs on her sleeve and a cape, but it was grey and not red. The most unusual aspect was that I could not see her face. That is, I could see it. It was oval, but it seemed to have no features. But I put this down as to the fact that I was extremely tired and my eyes may not have been focusing. When the nurse came round in the morning delivering washing bowls to those of us unable to get out of bed, I asked her who the officer had been. She said no one had visited the ward that night, not even a duty officer, and she asked why I wanted to know. So I told her about the old-fashioned uniform, which looked very smart but a bit out of place. She then turned white and her eyes opened wide as she said, Oh my God, you have seen the grey lady. She then went on to very helpfully explain to a very ill patient that anyone who sees the grey lady will die. Thankfully, I am not particularly superstitious and I told her that this was nonsense. How would anyone else know that a patient had seen the grey lady if they were dead? She reluctantly agreed, but her shock was tangible. The crux of the story is that the fellow in the bed free down from me, the bed at which I had seen the grey lady standing, was found dead when they brought breakfast round a few minutes later. Okay, so story number two. This is not a patient, this is a nurse who worked there. Okay. I went up the stairs and just as I went through the door into the section where the chapel chairs were, I saw a figure moving in between the rows of chairs. She had a veil on, similar but not quite the same as the nurses, the nursing officers. It was not as starched, but I thought it was only because there were minimal lighting. I didn't say anything or walk forward, but when she walked around the end of the chairs, I couldn't see her feet. Her dress stopped mid-calf and there was nothing below that level. As I started walking forward, she just disappeared. The doors at either end of the, st- of the section of the corridor did not move. I turned round and went back down the stairs, walked along the main corridor to the next flight of stairs, went up and told my friend what I had just seen. She was one of the senior nurses there, so she knew the history of the building. She said that the original floor had been 12 to 18 inches lower, which would explain the missing feet. Oh. So, I think a ghost, a ghost body went through. Yeah, the feet were still like, yeah, like in the, below, yeah. That's weird though, imagine like, you might see it on the ceiling there. <laughs> like oh, feet, yeah. Wouldn't you? Maybe, yeah. Well, then again, no, that's not like really long ankles. Oh yeah, true, you, don't, you wouldn't see it. Um, so the next story I've got is from a patient. Okay. So when I was on ward two, a young soldier during the night asked the ward sister for a fresh jug of water. She said she would get one shortly as she was tied up with a terminally ill patient. 
A while later, she returned to the young man with a jug, but he he already had one. When asked, he said that the other sister got him it. There was no other sister on that night, and his description of the uniform was very different to what the current sister was wearing. The terminally ill patient died that night. Oh, so it was the, supposedly the woman who was with the terminally ill patient, the grey lady? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so moving on, it's still the grey lady, it's still the military hospital, but this is another website now. Um, the former military hospital is now being renovated. And I think it's going to be replaced with flats. Some of the builders working on this project have refused to return after witnessing the Grey Lady ghost. One of the workers told Kwanak.co.uk that one evening I was suited up with protective gear, ready to help remove the asbestos, and suddenly it went really cold. Normally I sweat buckets in that gear, but I was icy cold. I looked down the old ward on the top floor, and I swear I could see an old-fashioned nurse bending over as if there was a bed there. It looked like she was tending to someone in a bed. If fear frightened me and I don't scare easily. I refused to return. Some of my mates had said the same. So, there's a ghost hunting team that are known as the Aldershot Supernatural Investigators. They had they have plans to visit the hospital site grounds yeah. and make contact with the Grey Lady ghost. They are aiming to rid the land of her in order for builders to continue their work. And a member of their team has said, We are really excited to be doing this. The Grey Lady is the most famous ghost of Hampshire, and for years we've been asked for permission to access the builder, but we, the building, but we've never had any replies. Now we can finally get a chance to contact her and hopefully talk to her and ask questions. Perhaps we can even lay her to rest and see her safely across to the other side. However, there is an author that wrote a book on the Grey Lady Ghost of the Cambridge Military Hospital. Yeah. It's literally called the Grey Lady Ghost of the Cambridge <laughs> Military Hospital. Um, he believes that the builders should just continue with the renovation and grow up and be, be men, basically. Oh, he said, he said it in a He said it in really, really Scottish. Like, so when I've been finding like, interviews of him, they've wrote it how he says it. So some of the words I didn't understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said you should just continue with the renovation as the grey lady is not doing anybody harm and he believes the owner of the flats will often, will find, like the new flats that are renovated, yeah. will find here as a comfort and pre- uh, present. Or if the gravely ill, you won't. If the grave, well, if the gravely ill, you're going to die anyway, aren't you? At least she, she may help you get there. If if she if you gravely ill, then she'll help you get there. She's like her nice grim reaper. Yeah, but if you see it, then you know you're gonna die. There's no hope. Yeah, true actually. Okay, so the next grey lady ghost that I've chosen to speak about is the grey lady ghost of Ruffin Castle in Wales. Ruffin in Wales is considered one of the most haunted towns in the country. There are allegedly several buildings and homes that are apparently subject to paranormal activity, but we aren't here for them. We're here for the Grey Lady Ghost. Yep. She is apparently resides in Rus- in Ruffin Castle. The castle was built in, in the 13th century by King Edward. It was bought by a family in 1826 who repaired the castle and then it was used as a hospital from 1923 to 1960 for people from who were suffering from rare diseases. Then in 1960 it was converted into a luxury hotel. 
Believe it or not. <laughs> um, that is when people began to witness paranormal activity. Since the hotel has been opened, there have been various guests stating that they have encountered an apparition of a scorned, angry lady in a grey dress. Some guests have allegedly packed up and left the hotel in fright after their run-in with the grey lady. Before she died, Lady Grey found out her husband was having an affair with a local peasant girl. She caught them in the act in bed. An unnatural anger and disgust flooded Lady Grey and her husband's betrayal drove her insane. She took hold of a freshly sharpened axe and hacked the lovers to death. Their blood doused the bed and it trickled down onto and covered the floor. Lady Grey was detained and sentenced to execution. Since then, she has not left the castle. She was buried in a section of the castle by the battlements because local clergymen would not give her a burial on consecrated ground due to her crime. Her grave is still visible today from outside the castle walls. She is often seen wandering the banquet hall and the castle battlements where she can be seen wielding and sharpening her axe ready for her next victim. Hell have no theory like a woman scorned. So that would lead me to believe there's no set grey lady, apart from her who's conveniently called Lady Grey. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no grey lady is not one person or one ghost. It's no. a basic description. Of a ghost, yeah. Essentially. So Lady Grey might not actually be grey. Yeah, they might just be saying no but... She might just be a ghost of a woman who was named Grey. Yeah, true, but apparently some of the guests have seen um, a scorned, angry lady in a grey dress. Oh, okay. So maybe she does wear grey because her name's Yeah, maybe. No, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Because she's just like, she also brings death, but in like an unkind way. Yeah. With a really sharp bugging axe. But she should have. She should take revenge. On everyone else. No, she doesn't. In the world. She doesn't kill the people in the thing. She's just... Well, she might be. She's waiting for her next victim. Yeah, you look for her next victim. Yeah, she she hasn't. Not that we know of. She hasn't yet. Mm, That we know of. Yeah. That's why I kind of ended it like that, because I thought it sounded a bit spooky. Um, But there was apparently... There's loads of ghosts in my castle. I looked at it. It's only like an hour and a half drive away from here. Yeah. But um, it's now a luxury hotel and spa. So I'm guessing you can't just walk around it for the fun. No. <laughs> but yeah, there's not really one grey lady. Yeah. The, that doesn't surprise me so much because what we said at the start where it's just sort of like... It's what you think about when you think of a generic ghost. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. It's good that it, it's sort of... There's ones with multiple like, different personalities in terms of what of where his face when you mentioned in the hospital is... She is more do, Yeah, doing a... A nurse's duty and making patients comfortable, helping them through the next life or next world, whatever it might be. And then there's just the total other spectrum where this one killed her husband with an axe because obviously he couldn't keep it in his pants. Dirty bastard. Do you reckon that the first grey lady, though, she might, if she hadn't have accidentally killed that patient, she might have just moved on, like straight away? She's kind of got like guilt. Yeah, maybe, potentially, but who knows? There isn't. I can't really answer that, can I? I don't know what that person in there in life. I don't know what their consciousness was. Yeah, but that's apparently why she um, 
jumped off the building though, because she accidentally killed that man. Maybe there was something underlying there then, because obviously it, it must be upsetting, terribly upsetting and guilt tripping if you accidentally kill someone when you're meant to be helping them. But yeah, would that send you to the point where it might seduce some people? It you might you do, don't yeah. know, do you? It it could be. It could be something that sends you to the point of suicide, who knows? So, the next um, Grey Lady story that I'm going to go on to is Alnwick Castle in Northumberland. So, Alnwick Castle is the ancestral home of the Percy family and serves, serves as the current residence of the 12th, 12th Duke of Northumberland, which is Ralph Percy. The castle is often referred to as the Windsor of the North, because it's so beautiful. Sounds it. The castle has played important roles in history, including the Scottish Border Wars and the War of the Roses. Apparently it's also been in several movies. Several ghosts haunt this castle, but the most prominent one is the Grey Lady. The Grey Lady has been seen throughout the castle, but she seems to prefer to haunt the tunnels that underneath the castle. The origin of the Grey Lady's story dates back to the Victorian era and apparently a tragic accident occurred. The lady is believed to be a young maid that fell down a chute into the tunnels below while seeing to her duties. When her co-workers realised she was missing, they searched the castle from top to bottom until they found her and it was too late. She had perished from her injuries. Her apparition has been seen in the dark tunnels. Her wails of anguish are commonly heard echoing throughout the tunnels. So I got this story and I've got the next one I'm going to read is off this website too. It's called Spooky Isles. SpookyIsles.com and it's the sections which are called Great Lady Ghosts. So there's yeah. obviously a lot. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be everywhere. Yeah. It's around this girl. Busy lady. So the next one is going to Tamworth in Warwickshire. Tamworth, I'm sure, is that one where he's on that, um, you know, the demon drummer of Tedworth. I think Tamworth is now Tedworth. I mean, Tedworth is now Tamworth. Oh, okay. So this is Middleton Hall. Middleton Hall is a grade two listed building dating as far back as medieval times. For centuries, the stately old manor was the home of the barons of Middleton. Wonder if they're related to Kate Middleton. Or maybe yeah, maybe. Because she's quite, she's got like royal family or something, hasn't she? Yeah, part of aristocracy. Yeah. Um, today it's open to the public and it's a wedding venue or corporate function room. Oh yeah. <laughs> but this this Middleton Hall is also home to another grey lady. The Grey Lady was first witnessed by the wife of John Peel in the 1800s. Since then, the ghostly figure has been seen silently treading the halls and corridors of Middleton Hall. The haunting became so well known, it attracted Yvette Fielding and her paranormal reality TV show, Most Haunted. Derry? I don't know if Derek was... I think Derek was dead when he was in this. Rest in peace, Dad. So, Fielding and her crew attempted to track down the hall's famous ghost, but they couldn't find anything and came back empty-handed. Mm. Apparently, the lady is seen 
buy staff and visitors regularly, but there's no proof of it. Okay. It would be interesting to hear what the staff and visitors have got to say, because I imagine on the most haunted TV episode that they mentioned that Middleton Hall is now open for weddings and, and corporate, corporate events. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Grey Lady is potentially a sort of scapegoat. In terms, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that the horns aren't real. I'm saying it's a scapegoat in terms of she can't be truly identified. I know some of them you've got a good idea of, like that, like in Ruthen, you've got a good idea. It's the, the Lady Grey. Yeah, Lady Grey who, who killed her husband. But It's like a cop-out, isn't it? Like you want to say it's haunted, but you don't have proof it's haunted. So you, you look at like the most stereotypical well, ghost. Not necessarily. Maybe they do have proof it's haunted, they just can't tell you who it's haunted by, like what who they are. Maybe that apparition doesn't present themselves so openly as to be seen very closely. But then again, in the fair stories in the um, military hospital you were telling me about, they could yeah. see that she was clearly wearing an nurse's outfit. And they had the smell as well of lavender, which is like a common thing, so maybe that's because like Isn't that synonymous with paranormal? I think it is, isn't it, actually? Yeah, don't come here. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure it, it is, somewhere. yeah. So, yeah, I, I do believe I that these Hortons could potentially be real. I think each one's going to be taken on its own merit. But I think the Grey Lady as a phenomenon isn't a thing. I think it's just a sort of capture-all. Yeah, I don't think there's, like, a Grey Lady legend or... Anything. It's similar to the Ed and the Rain one with the white lady. Like, there's all. It's just like a stereotype, or like the lady we mentioned in our video about. Was it in Brazil? Uh, Argentina. No, Buenos Aires. Yeah. So it's like it's like a characteristic stereotypical ghost. Like it's not the um like the white cloth like no eyes type of ghost, but it's not far off that either. Yeah. You expect it. I get what you mean. It's interesting because some of these stories do have details to them. Yeah. Like that one in Buenos Aires that you mentioned, she was the lazy and white, but if you do enough digging, you can find a name for that person. Yeah. So it's... I couldn't really find a name for, like, the. obviously we had Lady Grey, but I couldn't find a name for any of the others. Like, even the nurse. I couldn't, I'm sure if they're in the book, he's probably done a lot of digging. It's free on your Kindle. I might, have, I might get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, I'll tell you the name <laughs> come back we'll solve it then yeah. <laughs> let everyone read the book first we'll get back to you <laughs> no um, so yeah I, I would be interested to not hear where it originates because I think it's quite self-explanatory yeah it, it's a ghost or an apparition and they seem to be in grey she might not even be in grey it might just be that they've passed away and they're like a shadow now yeah it may just be how we see them yeah maybe we can't comprehend through our vision or, or there's something we can't pick up on certain things. Yeah, like cats and dogs seeing black and white kind of thing. Not similar, but, I mean, not the same, but could be, like, similar type of, like, we can't see because it's a different, like, not a species, but, like, a different realm, so we can't. Yeah, it's not in our existence. Yeah, so we're not meant to it's see it. It's just bordering over. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, it's It's one of them sort of solved, but unsolved things. Yeah. So... Um, do you have any grey lady stories? Have you ever seen a grey lady ghost? Are you a grey lady? Are you a grey lady? Or have you, are you a grey man? Is there been a grey man? Uh, are you a grey person? Yeah. 
Because we can't just assume now. Yeah. Because ghosts have feelings. Ghosts do have feelings. Especially that lady, that nurse lady. She seemed like she was confident. Yeah, she had a lot of feelings. She did. So on <laughs> on that note, I have a lot of feelings too. That's why Josh was laughing. <laughs> on that note, you can find us on Twitter at AX the Cemetery, Instagram across the cemetery, TikTok AX the Cemetery, or you can email us at across the cemetery at gmail.com. We would love to hear if you've ever encountered a grey lady or if you've seen a grey spirit or what your thoughts are on the matter. Yeah, and if you'd also like to leave us a review, if you enjoyed the episode on whichever platform you listened on, it would be much appreciated and really helps the podcast out. So thank you very much for listening. See you next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.